Hi, and welcome back once again to After Dinner Conversation, Short Stories for Long Discussions. This is the discussions podcast that we do. We also do an audiobooks podcast where we read the stories that uh, are in the magazine. Um, this is a little bit of a unique one in that this is a season five wrap-up. So normally in this podcast, uh, myself, Jeremy, Sarah, Ashley, and whoever else uh, I drag into it or I'm interested in hearing from, uh, we all get together and we discuss one of the stories that is uh, in our magazine. And we've been doing that now for two, three years. Uh, every other week we release a new episode. Um, I started doing a while ago a season recap um, just because I get a lot of questions. I get a lot of stuff that comes up and I thought it would be a good chance for people to get to know the inner workings of uh, the magazine and the public publish publication better. This is, I think, the third or fourth recap I've done. The format's pretty much the same now. Um, if this is your first podcast from the Discussions podcast you've ever listened to, you're welcome to listen to it, but this is not the usual format, right? The usual format is uh, two or three of us discuss the philosophy and ethics of one of the short stories published in After Dinner Conversation magazine and talk about what we think uh, the right choices are and talk about values and things like that. Um so maybe this isn't the best entry episode, but if you've been listening for a while, maybe this will be something you're interested in. Uh, if you're a new listener, maybe this will be a good springboard to figure out what this is all about. Okay, um, so let me just, oh, by the way, my name is Colby. I am uh, the editor-in-chief and the founder of After Dinner Conversation Magazine and After Dinner Conversation Publishing. Uh, so let me do a summary of where things are now that we're at the end of season five at the beginning of 2023. Um, first off, we are now a print subscription as well. For the last three or four years, we have been digital only. Subscribers were paying $1.95 a month and they were getting uh, magazines emailed to them uh, as a PDF so they could print it as well as a Mobi and an EPUB file so they could put it on any kind of reader they wanted, Kindle's iPads, whatever. Uh, we realized that some people just really like print. We got a lot of requests for that. And so now we are also a print subscription as well. So you can get the digital only magazine for, I don't know, whatever, 19, no, 20, 22 95 a year, I think it is. You can get the print one uh, for more. Uh, and that would get you the print one mailed to your house. I think we go to like nine countries now. And uh, you still get the digital one, of course. Uh, so if print is your thing, go to our website, you can get the print one. Uh, we also now have print back issues available. So you can go through our links to Amazon and you can order your favorite back issues. We currently are all the way back to January, 2022. Pretty soon we'll be back to January, 2021. We might go back farther. Who knows? That's the other news going on with print subscriptions is the back issues. Oh, and the other big thing with uh, print issues is we now have partnered uh, with a with a national distributor, um, and so the print mag print books uh, and soon to be the magazines you can uh, get from your local bookstore. Now your bookstore might not stock them. Uh, let's be realistic; there are a million books. Uh, but if you go to your bookstore and say, "Hey, I want to buy an after dinner conversation book," they will happily order it for you, and you can support your local bookstore. You can also get it through Amazon. It's a little bit cheaper through Amazon, but, you know, 
then you're not supporting your local bookstore. So we wanted to make that option available. So print is now available in subscriptions, back issues, and for order through your bookstores. Uh, the other news, so this is just sort of the summary stuff since I haven't talked to you guys in a while, is we're now a nonprofit starting January 1st. We filed all of our nonprofit paperwork, which fit our, our, our business model pretty well. Not that money-wise, but just mission-wise. Um, you know, it's always about spreading uh, thoughtful um, conversation and reflection. And that's, that fits a nonprofit description better than the typical sort of people magazine or something like that that's meant to make money. Um, so we're not a nonprofit now. I suppose you could donate money to if you wanted to, but you know, I'm not holding my breath, but we will certainly take it and we certainly need it. Um, additionally, we have now been added uh, from ebook formats to Smashwords and also Exact Editions. Uh, the complete list of where you can get our ebooks now are on Amazon. Barnes & Noble, Kobu, Apple, Scribd, I think is how you pronounce it, Tolino, Overdrive, Biblioteca, Baker & Taylor, Vivlio, Borrowbox, Smashwords, and Hoopla. I'm sure I'm missing a few. Um, I am missing a few now that I think about it. Uh, there's a couple of other ones, Read Redly and Zinio. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of ways you can get it now, basically everywhere you can think of. Um... The other news is we just put out a best of 2022. So you can order, if you're interested, our best of uh, stories that we published in our magazine in 2022. All total, we published 60 new short stories in 2022, and 22 of them made it into our best of. So you know it's really good. It was supposed to be 20, but the staff and I couldn't eliminate two of them. We couldn't get it down to 20, so it ended up as 2022. So uh, definitely, if you want to get a print copy or an ebook copy of the best of 2022, you can do that. Finally, uh, there is now an After Dinner Conversations audiobooks podcast. So if you want to listen to the stories as a spoken word, uh, just do a search for After Dinner Conversation audiobooks, uh, and you'll be able to listen to our short stories as audiobooks. Um, I started doing them initially, but now we've got some great ladies that are much more talented at it than I am that have taken it over and are doing all the recording. So, uh, check that out. All right. So that's all of the new stuff that's happened in the last six months or nine months since I last did an update, uh, print subscriptions, nonprofit, new locations, best of, and a new second podcast. Um, the new podcast, by the way, airs every week, um, so yeah, kind of cool. It's a really good, really good way to listen and you're in the car on the way to work. All right. So what I normally do uh, during this is answer listener questions and people that email the publication. Uh, when I get them, I just, I answer the person directly, but then I also put those questions in a folder and I'm just like, ah, I'll, I'll publish, you know, when I do the best of wrap up for the, the semester, for the semester, for the season, um, I'll answer them. So I've got I don't know, six or eight questions here that I got. Uh, some are overlap from last time, but I'll, I'll answer them again. Um, the first one is, uh, when are you guys going to start doing your discussions podcast again? You know, we haven't done one in about three months. Um, and the main reason is, honestly, the... I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. I don't want to say they're, they're getting repetitive because they're not. But the questions that 
we're talking to each other about, we know each other so well that I might ask Jeremy a question, but I kind of already know his answer. And so I wanted to give us a little bit of space to rediscover ourselves again. Um, and so uh, we'll start them back up again. They probably won't be as often as they were before, because one of the things I like about the podcast is discovering the differences between all of us and how we view situations. And when we were doing them a lot, that discovery um, was already known, if that makes sense. I don't know, I don't know if that makes sense at all. Uh, number two. Do you all discuss what you're going to discuss before you discuss it on the podcast? Uh, no, we don't. We've actually talked about pre-discussing our stories before we talk on the podcast, and we decided that that would make it seem less spontaneous, and uh, there wouldn't be any surprise. And I think the surprise of finding out how people are different or the same is part of the fun of it. Um, what's your favorite story or stories from season five? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to look now. Um... I don't know if I have a favorites because I don't, it's been a little while since we did season five, but let me just look really quickly. Uh, I'll tell you some that stick with me. Um, Beyond Rose Street has stuck with me. We didn't actually do that as a podcast. I don't know why we didn't. I'm oh, sorry, Rose Tinted Glasses. Rose Tinted Glasses stuck with me. It was about children uh, growing up and when they reached puberty, they could no longer see fairies and pixies and all of the um creatures that were inhabiting secretly inhabiting the world um i really liked that story the idea of just the growing up part i really liked um what i don't know if I, yeah it stuck with me maybe i'll say that there are a lot that i liked but that one stuck with me um another one that uh really stuck with me was home for the holidays that was a uh story about a uh, a son who went to visit his parents for Thanksgiving or something like that. Um, and his parents had gotten shorter, like significantly shorter, like a foot or two shorter. And a good portion of humanity had gotten shorter. Um, and the parents argued that everyone else had gotten taller. And he had argued that they got shorter. And of course, uh, the parents were like, yeah, that's what all of our news shows tell us. And And you very quickly realize that um, it's an allegory for sort of the different news sources and how people perceive truth from their own perspective. And it was just a really clever way to address that issue. Um, so that one definitely really stuck with me. Um, Conscious Cleaners was good. That was one of our contest winners. Um, I think those are the ones that really stuck with me um, although there were a lot that I really liked but those are the ones I still think about on a you know roughly weekly-ish every couple of weeks basis actually um, the growing and weeding of dandelions I think about that one quite a bit at any rate uh, that's all from season 5 it's in our season 5 anthology by the way you can buy that print book or you can buy the ebook on Amazon um Another question. I've just got a few more here. This isn't going to be a super long podcast. Uh, do you really travel and work as a digital nomad? Yes. Uh, my wife and I have been doing it for three years now. We've been in 18 countries. I'm currently recording this in Thailand. Uh, what's the best way to get my story submissions published or selected? Uh, hands down, read the magazine. That's the main thing. Read the magazine. Uh, once you've read two or three issues of the magazine, 
I would say the odds of of a competent writer getting selected are at least 50-50. If you haven't read the magazine and you're just submitting to us, your odds of getting selected are probably 3 to 5%. Um, so yeah, by the way, we have a free copy of the magazine on our website. So you can just go to our website and get a free copy. Um, or for a dollar, you can even subscribe and get three issues at an introductory price. Um, if you read three issues, you'd have a really good chance of knowing what we're looking for and getting selected. Um, next question. Why are you guys doing fast passes now? I assume you mean the fast passes that we're doing for submissions. Uh, yeah, so uh, our turnaround time when somebody submits to us is about six to eight weeks. Um, and it occurred to me that uh, Disneyland does this thing, fast pass, where you get to go to the, you know, you put in your time and you go to the front of the line. Um, and I thought that's a great way to do that for writers. So uh, if you pay a couple of bucks, I think it's $5 now, uh, you will skip the line and you will be the next thing we read. Uh, you're not going to get special consideration. If you're bad, you're bad. If you're good, you're good. Like none of that changes. But uh, you will line jump. Um, it gets you a quick response. It also gets us uh, a little bit of money, keeps the lights on. Uh, and it's been really successful. We get about 15 or 20 fast pass submissions a month now. Um, why do you guys reference Star Trek so much in your discussions? Uh, you know, I grew up on Star Trek Next Generation. This is definitely not a science fiction magazine and it's not a science fiction podcast. But uh, a lot of science fiction is used as a tool to talk about humanity. Star Trek Next Generation is a good example of that. Um, and so it really talks about values and it talks about, uh, you know, what does it mean to be human? Um, that's not just Star Trek. A lot of science fiction does that. And a lot of non-science fiction does that. But I grew up on Star Trek, so that's my um, lexicon, I guess you could say. Uh, can I be on your podcast? Uh, probably not. No. Um, I mean, email me if you're someone super, super special, sure. But it's, you know, it's a podcast for the three or four of us. Um, two more questions and we're all done. Uh, why don't you do writing contests anymore? Um, you know, we did them for a year or two. Um, and each time we did it, we got fewer submissions. Um, and the last one we did, we got 80 or hundred submissions, uh, maybe 70. I don't know. Um, and I just thought, well, if we keep getting fewer and fewer submissions, maybe we shouldn't do them so often. And so that's why we haven't done one in a while. Um, so we will do them again at some point, I'm sure. But it might be another six months or a year or two before we do them again. Because uh, I want the number of some, I want the volume of submissions to go up. But also, uh, you know, the volume also has some um, bearing on the quality as well. It's easier to find a diamond in the rough when there's more rough. Um, and the last one. Do you have any advice <laughs> if I want to start my own literary magazine? Uh no. Um, literary magazines are tough. There's over a thousand literary magazines in existence right now. Um, literally. Uh, most are quarterly, some are yearly. We're one of the very few that are monthly. Um, and it's a lot of work. Um, I work on it probably 30 or 40 hours a week. Uh, there's a group of volunteers that combined probably put in another 60 to 100 hours a week. Um, it's just a lot of work, man. There's a lot of work for no money. Nobody gets paid. Uh, you just really have to love it. 
Um, and that's true of almost every literary magazine. I actually did a, a Twitter post uh, a while ago where I did an analysis of literary magazines. Um, if you exclude the top 10 literary magazines, literary magazines that are like by circulation, number 21 through 100, the average circulation is like 4,000. Um, literary magazines have a very low circulation. Uh, you know, number one is the New Yorker, which is, has hundreds of thousands of subscribers. But by the time you get down to number 10, it's, you know, 8,000, 6,000 subscribers. By the time you get down to the 30th, 30th biggest literary magazine, it's like 2,500 subscribers. Um, and I said there were a thousand of them, right? Which means there's like 900 plus literary magazines that probably have, you know, a few hundred subscribers or they're just websites and they don't even try to have paid subscribers. So, uh, you know, nobody's getting rich doing literary magazines. Uh, everyone, all thousand of those literary magazines just have people who love writing. They love writers. And that's true of us as well. Um, all right. So let me just check. Yep. All right. So those are all the questions I got uh, emailed in the last three or four months. If you have questions, you can always send them to me at um, editor at afterdinnerconversationmagazine.com. You can go to our website, afterdinnermagazine.com, uh, and you can find out our submission rules and policies. You can uh, subscribe to the magazine. You can try it for free with a sample issue. You can get our print back issues. You can get a print new issues. Uh, there's a lot going on. You can get our anthologies, our best of, all of it. So uh, that is a completion on season five. And uh, I guess now I have to start getting to work on season six, uh, which is also really, really great. Uh, stories like um, Clandestine, President Gridwald's Man, Grief, The Davidson Method. Oh, The Davidson Method is really good. Uh, an Unspeakable Life, First Gold, Poll Watching, a whole bunch of great, great stuff. Um, so thank you for joining us. Hopefully you'll give our audiobooks podcast a try as well. Uh, and again, I am Colby on behalf of Jeremy, Sarah, uh, and Ashley. Thank you for your support and uh, thank you for everything you guys do. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers and I wish you all well. Bye.